Strap in. It's time for the Extra Point, Auburn's best sports talk radio show, Auburn's only sports talk TV show. Uh, he better count basketball <laughs> wins. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. Oh, yeah. And they signed Cody, Cody Parkey. Parkey. SEC champion Cody Parkey. I picked Pitt, and I was right. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. The guys give you the latest. Penn State by a million. Thank you. Trey. John Gruden cried after he traded Khalil Mack, and now he's dancing in the locker room, <laughs> saying he wished he had a disco. Call in at 334-844-9345 to join the debate. My boy got it oh, all locked. you were saying 1,800 yards <laughs> in this game. I was like, Jared. <laughs> the X's and O's begin now on Eagle Eye TV and WEGO Radio. The Extra Point, presented by WEGO Sports, where every game lives. <laughs> and welcome into the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Carter, we'll go to you first. Monday, February 17th, 7 a.m. How are you doing? Jared, I'm great. Have the uh, day off from work. I'm just here to hang out with you guys. You poor, poor soul. Devin Foreman. Devin, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Long weekend, but hey, we here. We here. And finally, Jack Hart. Jack, how about you? How you doing today? Hey, how you doing, Jared? I'm doing great. Had a great weekend. Watched a lot of sports and uh, ready to talk about them here on The Extra Point. If you're going to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. Or you can ask a question in our live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. And we will answer them live on the show as they come into the studio. Let's go ahead and get every show started. And that is with the always famous and infamous Fast Break. Step back. Kiss myself, Neil Funk. Wake up. It's the Fast Break. Your top stories this morning. Your top stories for Monday, February 17th, the 2020 All-Star Game saw Kawhi Leonard win his first MVP, MVP award named after Kobe Bryant as they honored the late Lakers legend. Under the new Elon ending rule instituted this season, the game ending when one team reached a specific target score. The game ended when Chicago native Anthony Davis sank the second of two free throws to lift Team LeBron to a 157-155 win over Team Giannis Kawhi MVP, 30 points, 8 shots raining from 3-point range. The Cleveland Cavaliers and John Bielanen has discussed the possibility of the coach stepping down before the end of the All-Star break, and ESPN says a decision is to be reached in the next 24 to 48 hours. America's great race at Daytona 500 has been postponed by rain for the first time since 2012, dampening the season opener. The race was postponed after two lengthy delays totaling more than three hours. It will resume today at 4 p.m. on Fox. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred defended his punishment of the Houston Astros for sign stealing in 2017 and said Major League Baseball will institute new rules for police to use the technology for the 2020 season. Pretty much saying that the World Series trophy is a piece of metal is how I will wrap all that up. Number eight, Auburn baseball completed its four-game series sweep of Illinois-Chicago with a 14-0 win in seven innings Sunday 
at Plainsman Park. They used an 11-run fourth inning in which they sent 15 batters to the plate to blow open the game. And behind a three-home run performance by the Tigers' offense at the plate and a strong outing in the circle by Lexi Hanley, Auburn softball picked up its run rule victory of the weekend, its third, and beat UNCW 10-1 in five innings to win five straight and close out the Plainsman Invitational. And Missouri's guard Drew Smith and Xavier Pinson, they each scored 28 points as Missouri defeated number 11 Auburn 85-73 on the weekend. And that has been your Fast Break presented by WEGL Sports, where every game lives. Also shout out to Auburn women's basketball with their 65-60 win over a very good LSU team last night. That was fun. It was fun, Jared. It was fun. I was there. I'm I'm agreeing with you. (sighs) Okay. It's going to be that kind of show. I see how it is. (laughs) What? He's talking to himself. That's definitely. He better be because (laughs) I I haven't done anything wrong. (laughs) Yeah, you showed up. That's what you did wrong. So the weekend. How was the weekend, guys? Like, Out of all the sports, what was the most thing that, that, that popped out to you? Um, like what got you on your feet? What got me on my feet? Yeah, um, I mean, I think this baseball team's pretty daggum good. They are. Like I, I think you saw the pitching staff do what we thought the pitching staff would do. You saw the bats that the returning bats do what they what we thought they would do, and then we saw several young bats. Mm-hmm. Slash, new bats and John Samuel Schinker who went three for seven with two doubles. Who I did not know was on the team until he actually went to the plate. Come on, Jared. I didn't know. Fair enough. I mean, what a, what a life that guy gets to live. I yeah. mean, playing tight end for a team that doesn't use tight ends and then being a DH and then getting, he's cruising and then getting plucked <laughs> twice his first time up there. His foot sec, two straight times up there. He got hit by pitch. So. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, but I I think that we saw we saw some of the new guys step up at the plate, and if if they can continue to do that for this Auburn team, this Auburn team is going to be a tough out for just about anybody. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but uh, the softball team rebounding after they took uh, some tough bumps uh, in Florida, coming back for the Plainsman Invitational, getting. Five straight wins, so they're doing pretty good, especially after that really, really tough game they took on uh, midweek where they lost to Kennesaw State. That wasn't pretty. That was a tough one. But softball team trying to bounce back, wins basketball, bouncing back as well. Tough grinded out win against LSU last night, 65-60. to But I think the big news is men's basketball and falling on the road to Missouri. I mean, we – did we kind of know that eventually Auburn would drop a game that they probably shouldn't have? Like, well, I'm, I'm not even sure that like I'd really put this in uh, like uh, this this big glaring terrible loss. The, my concerns are you already had a team that wasn't very deep, and then you had Devin Cambridge do it. He did, and then what has happened to Auburn's three point defense? Because it's 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 gone, like it's gone away. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Missouri shoots in the mid to low 30s from three, and they shot over 50% from three. And that can't happen in a game like that. And, and yes, I do think that if Isaac Okoro starts that game, Auburn wins. I do. I think Auburn wins by seven or eight. But, I mean, even, even if you if you, Auburn lost by 12, even if you just, without even substituting his defense in, substituted in his his average in points, Auburn wins the game by one because he averages 13.1. But I'm growing concerned about Auburn's three-point defense combined with the fact that, what, Auburn shoots the 39th most threes but hits them at the 309th best rate in the in the country? Yeah, that's Auburn basketball. I mean, that's that's concerning as well. I think for one thing for Auburn basketball, if you want to chime in, you can by calling it at 334-844-9345 or asking a question in the live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. For Auburn in general, I think it's just consistency, right? Because one day Auburn will be really good at shooting threes, and the next day they're bad at just three-point defense, and the next day after that they're turning the ball over, and then after that there's always something. In each game, no matter if Auburn won by 20 or lost by 12, there's something that just is off. That's every game. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm also shocked that Jalen Jalen Williams has not had any playing time during this stretch because Bruce had hinted that he might get some more some more minutes because of everything that's going on around the team. Um, and then Devin gets a flagrant two and gets ejected, and we still didn't really see him. Um, and I know that it's. Because he may not have the defense all that figured out, but do, do the guys on the court right now have the defense that much figured out? I mean, Missouri scores in the mid-60s and scored 85. I mean, he's not. at some point you need offensive production out of that four spot and you're not getting it. Yeah, and I think offensive production was probably the biggest issue on Saturday night. I mean, this is just... It's it's creating an uncomfortable trend. I, th- I mean, this make I think this makes the record on the year for conference Saturday road games one and two. Mississippi State being the only one they've won, um, and that's not a good sign when you're not shooting well outside of your own barn. When you have at Kentucky and at Tennessee to close out the season, and that's just I mean, yes, it's an anomaly because of the the depth of the team, but you're not guaranteed you're starting five throughout the rest of the season through the conference tournament and through March. So. The ability to have this ability to overcome adversity is what this team needs. And another thing, I mean, everyone talks about the the career highs that every other team has going off against Auburn, but I think that's kind of a good thing for the program because you're seeing that it, even schools like Missouri, Missouri, who was what two and eight in conference, they're getting up, they're circling this game on their calendar, and it's it's an event when Auburn comes to town, and yep. that that's big for the program. And yeah, that's what you get. You're a great team. You went to the Final Four. You're going to get every team's best. It's going to make the road a whole lot harder, and that's exactly what this team needs to thrive off of. This is a team that's refused to lose the past five games going to four overtimes, and it eventually caught up with them. Eventually, one thing after another and what continued to be chipped away at this team until finally something gave, and that something was the loss of a core in Cambridge. And it, it just wasn't their night in, um, in Missouri, and they are going to have to improve that shooting when they go on the road to Georgia on Wednesday. Not to compare Auburn to anybody, but this is what it means to be the Kentucky of your conference. 
They're gonna get up for you. <laughs> well, hey, well, I think, I think that's a little bit too high for me. Kentucky's been that's a that but, team that's for seventy years. But, uh, what tough. I'm saying is, you got that target now. They're getting up for yes. you. Yes, everybody got up for Kentucky. Everybody gets still gets up for for Kentucky. Kentucky. They still Auburn up. got up for, yeah, for Kentucky. Up for Kentucky. <laughs> but but teams are yes, they don't sleep on you no more. Yes, yeah, I yes. agree. I get what you're saying. Um, but another thing I would say about this game is, I came out of it feeling different than Auburn's previous two losses. The previous two losses, I felt like the team kind of gave up. I felt like the team. Got in a big hole, and it got to a point that it's, this is too much. And and let's just pack it in, let's head back to Auburn, and let's try again in two or three days. This, this time, it really felt like this Auburn team fought and scrapped as hard as they could. It's just they couldn't overcome two technical fouls and Missouri's hot shooting and things like that. And I mean Auburn's Auburn's got to go to the line, and when they go to the line, they got to actually hit them. I mean all, Auburn's gone to the line; they went to the line a ton on Saturday, but they didn't shoot it that great. And Auburn's got to be better at the line. Yeah, but I but I do appreciate the fact that this Auburn team very much scrapped the whole way, and they didn't give up like we'd seen them in similar spots when things when everything was going against them. Late in games, it could have been the team that we saw go on the road to Alabama and Florida would have lost that game at Missouri by 20. Instead, they fought. They only Yes, they lost by 12, but I don't think the gap was quite as big as 12. That's fair. That's fair. Auburn gets ready for their road game against Missouri on Wednesday. Not Missouri, excuse me. Georgia on Wednesday. And, I mean, it's a Georgia team that I know they're 2-10 in conference. I know that they're not looking great. But, once again, Georgia's playing at home. <coughs> Auburn. <coughs> Excuse me. You're getting choked up thinking yeah. about the Auburn-Georgia rivalry over here? I'm getting choked up thinking about how I'm scared for Wednesday. Uh, it's a Georgia team playing at home against our rival. And it's a Georgia team that, well, when they can, they can score a decent amount of points. They're They're a – Streaky, inconsistent offensive team. When Auburn comes to town, what offense is going to show up for Georgia? Well, we'll have to find out on Wednesday. Any other notes from Auburn basketball? No. Just don't be surprised if they lose. Just, just I mean, I'm not. Just not be surprised. I mean, lose. just remember the conference record last year was like 6-6 six and six at this point in the year. Not That's that big of a deal. Somewhere around that. We're, we only have three losses. Like, you know. We're just untouchable. Gosh, you know, Devin, just first statement on the show, just overwhelmingly positive. I mean, really pumping me. I up mean, I'm just for, trying to for, for the week just, ahead. It's just crazy. Like when I look at Auburn, yeah, we lost to Missouri. I mean, hey, it was expected. Look at this. We've been in un, we've been in overtime the whole entire last couple like four games, wasn't it? Four, five overtimes in five games. Four games actually. All right, so that means one went to double. That means like one wrong bounce here. That's a loss. One wrong this. One wrong turnover. Everything's been been going really good for us. So let's just chill. (laughs) So let's just chill and just take for whatever it is. I mean, because we're not untouchable. We got a lot of holes on the team. So just got to figure it out. But you know, just don't be shocked if we go to Georgia and 
doesn't bounce our way, it's okay. Everybody calm down. I just feel got, just gotta get significantly fine. worse about the week. We're fine. I mean, as long as Auburn gets healthy enough for the tournament, then... Devin gets mad at me for being <laughs> doom and gloom and that he shows up and is the most you know doom and gloom. I, I have a nugget. Let's give a shout-out to uh, Austin Wiley with his 22 points and 10 rebounds. And with that, let's Was head... Was that his 11th double-double of the year? Uh, something like that. But let's go ahead to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have more of the Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 9-1-1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. We reached 720 here on the day. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show or ask a question in the live stream. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and give an update on fun things that we're doing. You all know where I'm about to go with this. Carter, put a turn that frown up. Oops, turn that frown upside down. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, the extra point is getting ready for their own version of the All Star Game. As your favorite personalities stop talking sports and start playing sports. As that's coming up right around the corner, we're just gonna get everything down pat. Hopefully, everything is confirmed by the end of today. But circle your calendar for March 1st for some fun things going on. Right now, if you go to WEGL's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, you will find a link to vote for the two team captains so far for the All-Star Game. Everybody is getting votes. Uh, Currently, over 370 votes have been casted for everybody. So you get to see Jack Hart get on the hardwood, even Carter Bird, Devin, and myself. So that should be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Carter, hopefully you're looking forward to it as well. Yep. Closer to game time, he's going to be fine. Yeah. I know you're looking forward to it. You can't hide that smile for me. <laughs> you can't hide it. <laughs> I did not know we opened it up, though, to the public. I did not know that. It is open to the public. It is. So go ahead and get your votes. Okay. No, I don't want to be a vote. I, I know who I want to well, be. Then- Go and get your vote for me then. If JP wins, I quit. Well, I but mean, it's two. It's it's two, it's captains. two captains. If JP wins, I quit. Oh, <laughs> you need to go. You need to oh go out. And, you need to go out and vote. <laughs> this, this guy said he quit. Don't he? The, the current top five in no particular order is man. Put it in, order, it in order. Put it in order, man. I'm sick of that, man. Just put it in. That's order. That's annoying. Who's doing that? When they give All Star voting updates, they, they tell you who they, number they one. They tell you who has the most votes. Now, who is it? Fine, I'll put it in a specific order. Thank you. All right, updated currently. Starting at, at starting at one. Can we don't starting kill? at one is myself with <laughs> 64 votes. God, this <laughs> biggest sham ever. <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Number two is J.P. Williams with 58 votes. All right. Okay. I'm quitting. 
<laughs> You're so trash, but <laughs> go ahead. Number three, surging into third place is Bay Marks with 40 votes. At number four, coming in at 37 votes, also surging, is Amanda Warren. I can't let Carter quit. Let me want to get number one. And coming in at fifth, none other than the Extra Points Monday, Wednesday commentator, Carter Bird. Carter, even you are getting up there in votes. You may even be a captain if you're not careful. Jeez, where how am many, I? How many votes do I have? You have 34. Devin, you have 33. You're right behind Carter. Dang. Yeah. Carter, don't worry about it, Carl. So, I, I'm, I'm just going to make sure. I got hey, we're, we're either going to have to funnel all of my votes to you or all your votes <laughs> to me. <laughs> I, I will not play if JP is a captain. <laughs> what if you... <laughs> But what what, but if, what if I will hold gonna, out like oh like Zeke out of training camp? Oh my god! I will not report <laughs> for the game. But what if in this in this scenario, I don't I don't like this scenario because we know the answer is gonna be no. <laughs> but if JP even was captain, but I still drafted you, and you're playing against him, see you're fine with that, right? I'm just gonna hack JP. I'm gonna take the ball. <laughs> hey, that's fine. You and got, go right at JP. <laughs> you, got, you got five fouls. That's fine. <laughs> I'll make sure to get some depth. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I am taking the ball and going directly. <laughs> Carter dribbled out to the three-point line because that's where JP is at instead of going to the basket. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some more basketball news. SEC basketball. Let's get into that. So outside of Auburn and Missouri playing, there were some other SEC games going on throughout the week. And, uh, the state of the SEC, LSU, I don't know what's going on with them, but for Auburn, think about it this. You could be LSU, and it could be a lot worse, but, hey, they got Sharif O'Neal, so, I mean, eh? And then Kentucky is still doing Kentucky things. I mean, the Sharif O'Neal commitment is significant right now purely because it's going to generate buzz around that program. Yeah. Because we don't know. We really don't know what type of player he is coming off heart surgery last year. So, I mean, could he be the guy who was a very highly touted prospect coming out of high school? Yes. Could he also not be the same? Just as easily, yes. I mean, if not easier. But, yeah, I mean, we knew LSU was going to drop a game at some point. We need Kentucky... I mean, Ole Miss, LSU. Come on, guys! (laughs) The basketball at the end of that game was terrible. Hutton, the possessions were 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 really really bad from Ole Miss, and and I don't know how you do that when you've been kind of dominating a game on the road and rupt the whole time, and then in a big moment, you you just kind of choke I mean that's yeah I mean that's just Kentucky just putting a stop to Ole Miss's offense and just grinding I guess for Ole Miss they're 13 and 12 they really needed that win to get something going 4 and 8 in conference 
they're not. They've a, been playing better ball. Yeah, they're recently. not. A, I don't want to say they're. A, I mean, I guess technically when we look at their record, they are a mid team. They're not bad. They definitely could have got some wins here on this schedule if they would have just played some competent basketball. But uh, yeah, it's Ole Miss is one of those middle of the pack teams I mean, that that could have been really good. If Ole Miss very easily way. right now could be six and six in the conference. If you beat Auburn and you beat Kentucky, those are two quad one wins. Yeah. Currently, right now, in the rank, uh, not rankings, but the standings for the SEC, Kentucky all alone at number one. Auburn tied with LSU at two, and Florida tied with South Carolina at the four spot. So, Auburn, even though they dropped one game in Missouri, they got Georgia. They have some breathing room, but not a lot. So, here comes. Here comes the tough five-game stretch for, for Kentucky. And we're going to learn a lot about this Kentucky team over the next five games. You At LSU, mm-hmm. Florida at home. Yep. You get a one-game break at Texas A&M. You get Auburn at home, Tennessee at home, at Florida. We're going to learn a lot about this Kentucky team over the next hey, couple weeks. Hey, repeat. Re, re go through that one more time. Please. At LSU... Florida at home, at Texas A&M, Auburn at home, Tennessee at home, at Florida. They're just going to lose one two of those. I, I mean, to be honest with you, that might be all Auburn needs. They might just, yeah. I don't I mean, know. I don't know how we looking right now. I don't know. Just I mean, if, if Auburn figures out a way to take care of business Wednesday, I think Okoro's back for Tennessee. I hope so. Now, I didn't think Auburn was going to beat Kentucky in Rupp, you know, a week and a half ago. Still kind of on the fence about Auburn's game in, in in Kentucky. So, wait, so it grew in confidence, or it's growing because I, I have a lot more faith in a team that goes through adversity and finds a way out of it. If Auburn can find a way to bounce back against Georgia without a Cora, a Cora comes back and they get those wins against Tennessee. And they get to Kentucky. I think I like Auburn's chances better against Kentucky in Rupp if they went through adversity and bounced back than them scraping through wins, going in overtime, and, and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? Does that oh. make sense? I know it's kind of confusing. No, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. Hey, without looking it up, Jared, because I know it's be in front of you. Okay. Who is the best team on the road in the SEC this year? Mm. Or the best two teams? Best two teams are tied. No, well, one's one has a better record, but the other one is yeah a little bit surprising. Let's see. one is five and two, the other six and three. On the road, I'm gonna say. Let's see who's the surprising team. I'm gonna say the surprising team is probably somebody like. I feel like you're cheating because you're looking at your screen. No, it's I turned it over. Yeah, he turned it over. He good. I want to say the surprising team is like. I don't know. South Carolina? What are the other guesses? I was going to say South Carolina as well. Can't be done. They're, they're the only they team suck. that kind of like I don't really I don't really know what their position is right now. I just don't think it's Florida. It can't be Florida. Oh no, it's not Florida. It can't Florida's, I was going to say I was going to say It has to be Florida's 3 and 5 on the road. It has to be a good team. What about them? So it can't be Volunteers. Ar- it can't be Arkansas. They are 3 and 5 on the road. It can't be Arkansas. It can't be Tennessee. It's not AM. I mean, that Arkansas leaves, is four and five on the road. I mean, that leaves teams like Auburn, which Vanderbilt. I, it can't. Vanderbilt is zero and seven on the road. 
Kentucky, it's probably Kentucky, South Carolina, isn't it? Yes. It's I why, mean, this is why they pay me to K- get bucks. Kentucky was an easy one. Yeah, Kentucky was the easy one. But who outside of Auburn is good on the road? And, you know, Auburn, because I don't even well, know Auburn's good. The more I think about it, as soon as I said the second one was surprising, then, yeah, I mean, you, you could logically eliminate every other team yeah. in the conference except for South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were the only team. I didn't know nothing about them, but I knew they were the only team left that I could because, think about. Because, like, uh, I've yeah. seen Mississippi State lose a bunch on the road this yes. year. I've seen Tennessee and Alabama lose a bunch on the road this year. We talked about Ole Miss. Florida's been very Kentucky. soft and underwhelming this year. Yeah. Missouri has one road win this season. Ole Miss has one road win this season. It Arkansas's was, four and five. Georgia's two and seven. South Carolina's zero and seven. It was less I knew about every other team and more I just didn't know enough about <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the more I think about it, the more that totally makes sense. <laughs> oh man, good Look, job, Jared. Hey, that's what they pay me the big bucks for. Hey, Jared, no man, we rubbing off on you guy because at first it was horrible, but now you're getting better every day. And it's because of me and Carter. Congratulations, okay. you're not horrible. It's because of us. Agree more. That was a backhanded compliment if I've ever heard one. Man, you're at first you were horrible. But you're getting man. I'm proud of you, guy. I'm proud of you. Hey, uh, I'm just trying to be the best I can be. You know. Hey, I hey, hey. My guy. That's my guy. I, right I appreciate now, that. He gets, a, I appreciate he gets that. a fist bump for a backhanded compliment like that. See, sometimes you gotta be honest. Just gotta be honest. Hey. Y'all, Honestly, y'all picked you me. You straight up called the man horrible to his face. <laughs> y'all, y'all picked me up off the ground. All right, I was bad, but now I'm good. <laughs> and I'm then when MVP. you, and then when you get too high, we 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 just we chop you back now, yeah. bludgeoning you over the head with <laughs> it. You were horrible. Comment. <laughs> Let's go ahead and head to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have more. I will wrap up all of college basketball and begin to all in baseball and softball, and at the top of the hour, the NBA All Star Game and NBA news and more. You're watching and listening to Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WGL 911. And Eagle Eye TV, hello everybody, Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart as we now go to the rest of college basketball. And outside of the SEC, I mean, I don't know if you guys took a look, but a lot of ranked teams lost this past weekend. Uh, Two stats to define the weekend is that the top four ranked teams being your probable one seeds, Baylor, Gonzaga, Kansas, San Diego State, have won a combined 75 games in a row, so no slowing down there. And then on the other side of things, on Saturday, teams ranked number 25, 24, 22, 20, 19, 11, 10, and 5 were all defeated by unranked teams, Butler being your lone ranked team to go on the road and win a game. And 14 loss to number one. Chaos. <laughs> a broke mm. chaos. I mean... This this season's already been really crazy with the one with the number one team. Now that's calmed down a little bit. And then the possibly the craziest one, Michigan State. How do you do what you just did on Saturday? You go on a run. You get up seven at home. You're slapping the floor playing defense. Heck yeah, 
We've got this thing done. It's an you've automatic a, loss when you stop the foreign defense. I know. You've got a 90% chance to win the game, and you allow a 14-0 run to finish the game? That what happens when you stop the floor. It's so bad. When you slap the four on defense, you better be ready to get that smoke. Because it's coming. First of all, who slapped the floor now? Better been Winston. Michigan State? Well, he I don't he think should be ashamed of him. He ain't doing too much. Son, y'all don't, suck. Don't slap the floor, yeah. Yeah, you were still unranked at that point against a top 10 team. Oh, man, look at that run. Mm. 14-0? So nine should have lost. 12 should have lost. I mean... Hey man, it's it's getting it's getting late in the year, man. These guys, they really right. they ready for a um, conference tournament now. You know they're studying you for know. their exams, so they're tired. They ain't studying that, <laughs> but you know it's getting into the conference, and you know they just really looking past some of these games. You look at the schedule, and you be like, oh, okay, but sort of like how we did. Just look at it, and be like, oh, okay, oh, okay, it's Missouri. Yeah, so you really can't blame them. I mean, hey, I blame them plenty. Carter, come on. Now. You know how it is when you look on a schedule and you be like, oh, that's a dog. Oh, that's a dog. The only ranked team playing today is Kansas at home against Iowa State. That is on ESPN. Kansas is a 16-point favorite. I made a point. 16. Whew. What happens when Iowa State's 11 and 14 on, uh, on the season? Mm. Nah. Is there any other comments from college basketball just in general I'm over just, the past week i'm keeping track of how many ranked teams lost this past week i'm at five and we're only through wednesday hey but something you can't keep an eye on this upcoming saturday guess who baylor has kansas it's kansas about 75 unbeaten streak will come to an end for one of those teams yep. oh yeah where is it though well, the last one was in Kansas, so this is in Baylor, right? I believe. Yeah, hide the stools. Yes, it is in Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to chill with that. <laughs> it is in Baylor. Well, uh, I got Kansas winning that one. A ranked team lost 15 times this past week. Which God, team? Hey, man. All, <laughs> all 15? <laughs> Those, the one with numbers beside them. Uh, Looking at the power rankings that were released by ESPN... Auburn stood at number 11. Still? Yep. So they didn't, I'm not saying they didn't put weight into Auburn's loss, but they probably took in a lot of factors with Okoro being out. The being committee game. is going to take into account that Okoro wasn't there and that yeah. Auburn probably wins that game if Okoro plays. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, all you have to do is contain one of the two guys that went off. I mean, I, I, Smith I, I guess it does help Henson. that a lot of other ranked teams lost. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So that does help Auburn's, you know. Also. We didn't talk about Louisville and what they did. Yes, I was about to bring that up. I was in the process of bringing that up. <laughs> Louisville. What the heck, guys? Georgia Tech, first you of all. half? I should have brought my 31-14? No. 31-14 against a team that was really, really bad. They were 12-12 and coming in. I mean... Hey, but you've seen this go. The ACC is, is on something this year. The ACC is catching that Big Ten hey, bug hey, real soon. That's a lot of points, though. It doesn't matter how many points you score in the second half when you scored 14 
in the first half. Listen, them guys as a top five Clemson, team in the country. They wasn't studying Clemson. I think Louis- tell me what they did. They looked at their schedule and said, "Oh, Clemson." So I'm pretty sure Louisville is not in first place in the ACC for the first time all year. Duke is now in first. So, uh oh, them Duke boys. Oh lordy. And when did when did he become a Duke fan? Uh oh, Jack, stop looking at my ESPN favorite teams and looking at. I Duke mean, basketball. we knew that so, already. So he's a he's a Duke fan, a Lakers fan, a Patriots fan. What 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 else are you fans of? Repeat what you are saying. Duke, <laughs> Lakers, Patriots. That's right. He owns it. Probably was an Astros fan until until uh, what happened there. No, now, no, now he's probably no, no. a Dodgers fan. No, I, 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 no, I, I know. I've always I've always been a Mets fan. So he ride or die with the Mets. I, I, that's the only team I really won't trade, no matter how bad we are. And really, I'm not technically a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron fan. How do you feel about a Rod potentially buying the Mets? I'm with that. I'm with that. We need something new. I'm with that. He needs to buy the Knicks. <laughs> what? He needs to buy the Knicks. First of all, the Knicks just need Jesus. I'm, are wait? Are you about to? Are you about to defend James Dolan right now? Come on, give me your best defense of James Dolan. Somehow, <laughs> some way, even through very, very bad ownership, the Knicks are still the most valuable franchise in sports. But that's because they have the most profitable or the most valuable piece of real estate on earth. I'm just they saying, is in New York. You said name Madison one thing, Square I Garden it. will always appreciate and value at a rate that will keep it. Jared, you said, you Jared. said name one thing. I named it. What was it what, four point three billion by Forbes? Four point three bill. Yeah, not mill, but bill. Bill, I said bill. That's crazy. But let me say that sometimes I think like, dang, I can't pull up for that. <laughs> passionate. I'm just gonna say passionate. He's passionate about wanting to be the reason that the Knicks is like relevant. Maybe he should just take a step back, let other people do it, and you just get get your money out. That's all you have to do. He's just doing too much. He cares too much. The market capital of Madison Square Garden. It's above like seven billion dollars. That's that's crazy. This man rich. So literally, he will he could sit on his hands no, no, no. for the rest of time. And he probably should <laughs> and make money. He probably should sit on his hands at least when it comes to organizing organizing the New York Knicks. The Knicks just need to stop. Just just they everybody run, everybody off the team. They need to run the triangle again. That worked out well. Everybody off the team. Everybody just, everybody, you know, everybody get fired and just start over. Okay. First thing that you need to do, draft Garrison Brooks at the at whatever you need to get them in. Draft him first. Then you build around that. Then we'll be straight. Get you a coach. I don't know who the coach can be. But, hey, that's what we need to do. Then they just need to just start all the way over. Because I mean, it's, it's horrible that the OKC Thunder is more watchable than them. And then the Knicks. I heard that. Uh, who was the head coach of the Cavaliers? David Blatt. Is he still available? Bayline. Right now. No, not, oh. not currently. Before. Speaking Blatt, of him, Bayline's done after. I about to say he done after the year. Yeah. <laughs> Announced in the middle of the All Star game, which is a. I mean, fair. The Cavs don't have All Stars, and so they aren't doing anything this weekend. So why? Why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hey, after the season, you're done. This man watching those. I mean, 
<laughs> the Cavs are just in this a man was trying spiral. to figure out how many points had to be scored in the fourth quarter in order to win the game because we had the plus twenty four rule and he got the notification on his phone that he was fired, <laughs> <laughs> but fired after the next thirty games. Now, I think the crazy thing is, oh, I went eco. Have they have they have they even <laughs> tried to trade K Love? Contract too crazy, bro. That yeah, crazy. that's that's the problem. Well, they they already did the the move that made negative sense on this earth, which was, hey, we already have a center that clogs the paint with K Love right now. Let's go trade for another one for for no reason. <laughs> Let's just go get Andre Drummond and park him right next to Tristan Thompson on the bench and just be like. What? You know, we said the same as that thing when it was about the Rockets, so they might they might do know something more than we do. So. Well the Rockets are at least playing into the current regime of analytics. What like probably- analytics are moving towards Mugsy spread out with the three <laughs> <laughs> You just threw that out there because you wanted to say his name. Yes. <laughs> it's moving towards shooters and small ball and if you can shoot one through five. The Cavs are going back to the seventies, and where there's no three point line, and, and <laughs> let's and let's all shoot twos and get every board possible. Hey, I mean, what? Being Christian, if it wins them an NBA title, I mean, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. They would never, ever, ever win anything without LeBron being on them. That's that's just facts. I don't care who they get. So that's dead. Appreciate you. With that, we're going to head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back. No team is going to win if you don't have LeBron that he played on your team before. Hey, I've got I a mean, trivia like, question. What up? Let's I can answer ask it now. Ask the question now, and we'll answer it on the side of the break. So, when the Rockets traded away Clint Capella, okay. mm-hmm. they became the first team since what year? To win an NBA game without a single starter over six six. I mean, that, see that hard because you had. So we need to. You had a lot of, now, It ain't hard. You got to figure out somebody who didn't no, have well, no tall center, man. I'm telling you, because everybody betting you had like I mean, everybody six sure. foot, and he okay. had one. I mean, six, if, nine. If, if you want to give me the team, sure. Okay. But I was more looking for the year. Okay. Let's go ahead and head to our quick commercial break okay. when we come back. I feel like this is a this is a trivia question that Jared knows the answer to, but he's gonna play off the fact that he doesn't know, but then he gets it right. I'm just that good. And then I'm about to shoot you right back now. So yeah, you might as well just go and tell us that you know it now. We'll be right back with extra point here on WGL911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. As we get right back into it with only three minutes to go until our top of the hour break. Carter, you opened up with a trivia question. When was the last time, well, the Rockets have done it, but when was the last time before the Rockets that a team won in the NBA with a starting lineup of 6-6 or under? 1960. Oh, oh, actually, without a player in the game at any point. At any point. 
at Above any six, point. Six. Even off the bench? Even off the bench. Okay. Golly, we're going back in time. 1964. I'm going to go. I want to say the 50s, but you know you had dudes out there. Everybody was six tall. foot, and then you had one dude that was like six nine <laughs> that was dominating. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm being dead serious. The high wall. What team the monkeys? He's, he's <laughs> telling the career of the 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 career of Wilt Chamberlain I mean, right now. Bogues and Bill Russell, Charlotte for most of his yeah, career. Russell played dude. It was five so, so, Muggsy Bogues played on Charlotte. Yeah. What year was those? That was like the nineties though. Oh no, never mind. <laughs> Bro, how did Wilt have fifty? I'm gonna say twenty and. I'm gonna, and then who is who is the team? I'm gonna say it like was this? the fifties and it was the Bullets. No, give us specific give me a date, year. man. I said nineteen sixty four. I don't know when the Bolts were a team. The Bolts were a team until like the 90s, Jerry. You're, you're clean. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're clean. You're scraped. Until like right before Michael Jordan got there. You're fine. <laughs> Just literally don't be dumb and pick 1998 or 1999. Oh, my God. Hey, Muggsy Bogues. 1955, the Bolts. Okay. I said 1964, and I'm going to go with the... Um... Did you say Lakers? Um, <laughs> No. Um... I just want to say a team that Shoot. wasn't really the thing anymore. I go with you've got thirty teams to figure up. Let's go with them. Somewhere with Milwaukee in it. All right. No, no, they had Oscar Robinson in them. Um, New Orleans Jazz. Let's go with anybody in the East. <laughs> if I'm gonna, if we're gonna sit here and make Jared pick a year, we're gonna make you pick a team. <laughs> anybody in the East? Because they were still trash back then. <laughs> Orlando. You think the Orlando Magic <laughs> were a team in the in the '64? They had Disney. I World. don't know. Um, can I just say anybody on the East, man? Like, just just leave it at the East. NBA, pick, just pick a pick a mascot. It's not the Magic. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA Hawks. No, oh, Hawks. Jesus. <laughs> NBA history is okay, so jumbled in that. my head. I'll live with that. All right, 1964 Hawks. Jack, what are your guesses? Uh, I think it was the Philadelphia Warriors in 1968. The year was 1963. Oh, I was close. I was close. He was closest. Oh, I was still close. And the team was the New York Knicks. I should have picked the Knicks. Screw James Dolan. <laughs> <laughs> they suck. They always suck. Man. But they won that game. Now, what was the record that year? Oh, hey, well, I got to look him up now. Hey, yeah, look him up. But, you know, I, I feel bad for James Dolan, though, because. Why are you going to feel bad for that, dude? Because check this out. Next year's gonna be even worse when KD come back. Then, the, then the, the city show no took they, off. Then they still gonna have who? Uh, Please don't say no. R, 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 RJ Barrett. Please don't. Well, oh. they, they, who the Knicks got? Still, All right, they, they, they got Dennis Smith from the Mavericks. Suck. All right, guys. So which Morris do they have? I don't know when in Neither. 1963 they they won this game. So I'm going to give you the 62-63 season record and the 63-64 season record. Okay. In 62-63, they were 21-59. and 59. God, don't. Did and they get it, the lottery picks? <laughs> they would finish fourth in the NBA Eastern Division. The oh. East always suck. I they always you. suck. Which I think is last in that division. Okay. The following year... Rebound. They went twenty-two and fifty-eight and finished fourth in the Eastern Division. <laughs> Everywhere we go, the Knicks aren't good. Everywhere we go, the East suck. I'm I told you, the I'm East convinced. Suck. If, if Space Jam Two was about the Knicks, they would lose to the Monsters, and that would be the end of the movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, yes, the Knicks would lose to the Monsters. The Knicks are trash. 
the Mall Stars had everybody too. I mean, what do you? They had everybody. They did. They had everybody. Besides, wait, who's the big goofy seven foot guy that made no sense? He was in the movie the first time around. Uh, well, the reason it was all those players because they all had the same talent agent. That's why, inexplicably, it was that guy and Muggsy Bogues and Charles Barkley. I know, but it was. That's you had Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, Patrick Ewing, and Sean Bradley. Hey, get Sean Bradley in there. He's the MVP. Hey, shout out to Sean, man. Yeah, they just wanted a, a diverse body type. You know, hey, it's they about had, who you know. They had already drawn the aliens. You know, you know why he won? Because they didn't play for the Knicks. Sean Bradley, for his career. Well, also, wait, wait, hang on. He was seven foot six. Ooh. Seven six. Get him on the team, man. This dude right here. He averaged eight point one points. Okay, how many 6. rebounds? Six point three rebounds. Oh, that's that's kind of bad. Oh, how, was he was he real skinny? He made. <laughs> he was two hundred thirty five pounds. Oh, see, oh, no, no, Jesus, no. Yeah, he's kinda yeah, small. No, no, he's really small. He had zero All Star appearances. <laughs> um, he's the MVP in my heart, though. Bro, how do you not? How do you be seven six and don't even be an All Star? He played for the Sixers, the Nets, the Mavs. Oh, that's that go, that go your love right there. There it is. He played his last eight or nine seasons for the Mavs. I bet. I'm going I'm going to get a jersey of him. That man was 76. Do you not know if we see somebody seven, He actually six, no? peaked while on the Mavs too. Where he averaged Fourteen point six and okay. eight point seven for okay. a season. Okay, he was doing something. Okay, when he was twenty four, that was his peak. Oh. When he was twenty four, oh. oh. <laughs> oh, that's sad again. <laughs> he played. He played basketball in college. Where? He's seven foot six. What, what was his name again? Is it in the Big East? It is out west. I don't want to give you the conference because I feel like it's gonna it's Gonzaga. gonna help it's gonna help give it away. It's Gonzaga. It is not Gonzaga. If I gave you his nickname, it would give it away. Um, BYU. BYU, San Francisco. It's BYU. I'm about to his say BYU. His nickname was the Storm and Mormon. <laughs> seven six. Oh my goodness! All right, seven six. Are we done he with was the second overall pick in the eight ninety three NBA draft? Wait, he was a second pick. Yes. We don't know nothing about this guy. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, <laughs> NBA history is just jumbled in my head, and I just can't get it straight. I want to go look up his college stats. Who was the worst number one pick ever? Uh, the the kid Anthony Bennett, Zion, the guy who was out of the league <laughs> in two years. <laughs> Zion, Zion, he didn't get Zion, out here rookie contract. Zion's gonna beat it. <laughs> yeah, right. he got drafted by the Cavs, and literally when when the Cavs drafted him number one. Literally, the the NBA draft gurus are like, "What? But why?" Yeah. <laughs> that's that's sad. And he probably went up there smiling, he put did. his head on. And he he ain't smiling right no more. Sean Bradley played one season at BYU, uh, averaged fourteen point eight and seven point seven, and five blocks a game. All right, well, it's 8 o'clock. As he should, because his, his arms were a foot six. above the rim without jumping off the ground. Exactly. Give me that. Let's head to the top of the hour break. And when we come back in five minutes, we'll have more of the Extra Point here on WGL 9-1-1 and Eagle Eye TV.
And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dildon joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart as we hit the top of the hour, 806. Hopefully, your day is going well here on this Monday, February 17th. You want to call in? You can at 334-844-9345. I think you should give an all-star game voting. I was getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Or ask a question in the live stream on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, or YouTube. Now. What are they saying? Don't I? I mean, we need. Oh, I need. I need the most updated numbers. <laughs> I just refreshed it, so here are the numbers currently. If nobody knows, this is what's happening. The extra point. Your favorite lovable hosts right here, between Carter, Devin, Jack, myself, Bay, Mark, Jacob Hillman, Alex, Davis, everybody, everyone who's ever been involved with the show. Currently, we're putting together our own version of our own All Star Game. That'll be played at a later date. Hopefully all that is solidified by the end of today. We have opened up all-star voting for the two team captains. And those two team captains will draft a uh, roster and they'll play against each other in an all-star game. That will be live broadcasted uh, video on social media on that day. So voting is open on WEGL's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages. Go there, and you can vote for your top two favorite personalities to be captains. And currently, the voting so far, let me refresh it one more time, 236 responses, over 450 votes have now been casted. And currently tied for first place is myself and Devin Foreman with 67 votes each. In second place, or technically third place, third place you're, is, you're bad at that. Well, I know. I know. <laughs> at third place is Carter Bird with 62 votes. In fourth place is JP with 58 votes. And <laughs> in fifth place is Bay Marks with 40 votes. Okay. Bay. So <laughs> Bay's picked up no votes. So this is the time that the devil I skyrocketed. Don't worry, the the Helena Huskies will be coming in strong for Bay Marks. He had he had like five before the weekend, and now he's at forty. So they're coming in hot for him. That is the current. I, I, have, I haven't even campaigned for myself at all. So because we don't even know if you're going to be playing in the game the way things are going. <laughs> Hey, shout out to the people that is listening right now. Go vote for Devin Foreman and then vote for Carter Bird. Go do that. And for the people that have already did it on my social media. Right, Dev- Devin, y'all. you got you got to be careful because if things go the way you want it to, you two will be facing each other. You won't be on the same team. Yeah. If they equally vote for the three of us. <laughs> hey, well, check this out. I changed that. Y'all go vote for Jared. No, go vote for Jack. That's what we're doing. Jack, you want to be a There you go, Jack. You're getting Jack, actively campaigned. For Jack, you want to be on, you want to be the Jack's uh, like 6th or 7th place. He's he's up there. He's popular. Okay, bit. Well, just know it's going to happen. We're fine. Yeah. So I mean, you 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 ain't too yay about voting cuz you're you, you you know. All right, never do that. Never do that voice again. I don't again. like I don't like what that was. Either. Uh but voting ends at midnight next week. So on Monday's show we will reveal the captains live on the show, and then the next day the draft takes place. And so we're getting everything together in the next week, and, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hi, right, we have a new updated college baseball top 25 that just dropped here in the last last 30 minutes. Man. Sorry, Jack. Miami <laughs> is the new number one. 
Florida Gothic. is the new number two. Gothic M. Louisville is number three. Vanderbilt is number four. That's Georgia what... five. Eight, Texas Tech six. Arkansas seven. Auburn eight. All uh, right. Michigan gonna... nine. Mich- Mississippi State ten. I guess that's a good segue into talking about LSU eleven. College baseball. I saw Vandy's record one and two. Well, who they play? Oh, they were in some kind of tournament, weren't they? They lost to Michigan and Cal Poly. Michigan, and I, they beat UConn. Michigan, I get, but Cal Poly. Cal Poly's a decent. They bet. made. They walked eight batters and made four errors in the Cal Poly game and lost. Got walked off on. But Cal Poly's a decent team, right? Aren't they? No. Aren't they usually like in the tournament? That's Cal State Fullerton. Their mascots, oh, the yeah, Beavers, right. or I'm Long Beach sure. State. Go Beavers. Or UC Irvine. Go Eaters. Any other team in... Any other Cal State school. Yeah. Or UCLA. UCLA, yeah. <laughs> or Stanford. Ole Miss is number 17. Texas that's a big, A&M is that's number a 20. big jump. Hey, Devin. From 25 to 17. Hey, Devin. We both have 69 votes. What? Two more votes. Two more ballots came in. We both have 69 now. Baseball. Auburn moved to 8th? Auburn was, was eighth. They were eighth. and remained oh. eighth. Okay, I'm so. I'm going off a different ranking in my head. Um, Cal State Fullerton and Stanford are 24 and 25 for your so California sports. CSF update. jumped into the poll after beating yes. Vanderbilt. UCLA is 14. Okay, they okay. were 14 last week as well. And that is it. Okay. You say okay. LSU was in the top 10 now? LSU is number 11. Okay, they stayed 11. So. How about the fact that NC State and Duke are ranked ahead of North Carolina baseball superpower, North Carolina? I mean... That's what I was noticing when I was making the poll last night is that the ACC has some interesting... I mean, Georgia Tech and Wake Forest were in it. I don't know if they're in it still, but... So it is the ACC in order, Miami 1, Florida State 12... NC State, 15, Duke, 16, Wake Forest, 18, Georgia Tech, 19, North Carolina, 22. That's a strong showing. Is Auburn the highest ranked? No, Vanderbilt, no. I was about to say. No, I, I, I can't. Auburn is the one, two, three, fifth, fourth, fourth? fifth SEC team. Behind Jeez. Vanderbilt, Florida, Georgia, and LSU. Yes. No, tough like Wait, no, Arkansas. no, it's Florida, Vanderbilt, Georgia, Arkansas. Arkansas. Auburn. Oh, it's tough like that. Gotcha. And then yes, Mississippi the, State. The is SEC tough. in baseball is good. And then Mississippi State like, and LSU they, are right behind them. Think SEC West in football, but fourteen teams in the SEC West, and they're all the same almost, except for Alabama. <laughs> uh, Suck it. Alabama's, <laughs> Alabama's the Arkansas. Just think of it like that. <laughs> Arkansas the Alabama. Alabama. That was so aggressive. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Whoa, that was the very rarely seen. Jared Homer that you see a lot, or you may wait, don't what? see. No, wait, wait, so wait, I get it. very rarely see <laughs> no, Jared no, Homer like that you see a lot. It's eight fourteen in the Complete morning. Complete contradiction. I'm sorry. Awful. I, the moment I said so it, I, I should knew follow what I said. it. I should follow it in depth. I should follow ACC baseball in depth. Like, yeah, at least keep up with the scores. It's fun. So, so there's there's the SEC has probably. Eight or nine teams that any given year are like 
Live. top 16, top 8 type teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have out west, you have UCLA, Oregon State, Oregon, uh, Stanford, and Arizona State. Okay, that's not about right. I mean, uh, and then you have Texas. Oklahoma State just dropped out of the top 25, mm-hmm. by the way. That's your, that's your update. Um, Rip. Oklahoma's in there, which Oklahoma, is, yeah, they're in, in the I think twenty twenty fourth, twenty. I think they there. they moved up a spot or mm-hmm. two. Uh, but but I mean, just to put things in perspective, I think other than Coastal winning it a couple of years back, I think every national championship since two thousand two has been won by either the Pac twelve or the SEC. Really, I'm pretty sure it's something crazy like that. And wow. then in the in the ACC, you have UNC, NC State sometimes, Wake Forest sometimes. Uh, Florida State, Miami, Clemson, sometimes. Okay. But be- there are there are teams that are that become like clear cut just monsters in the Big Ten right now. It's just Michigan. That's it. Um, but like, it becomes a fairly regionally dominated sport. Like okay. the SEC, the ACC, and the Pac-12 are clear cut the best teams, best conferences, and the SEC is the clear cut best of the three. Okay. Definitely, I gotta definitely start like getting into that now, like on a. On yeah, a, on and a, this and this is, so <laughs> under Butch Thompson, this is gonna be his best team talent wise. So last year's team went to the College World Series. So yeah. they, they came in the top eight. This year's team has the talent to go just as far, if not farther. Okay. So Jared, do you wanna? Well, I definitely gotta get into that. Now. Talk Auburn baseball, or do you wanna go to the other side of a break? Hold up, I'm adding up voting again. Why? Matt, Just, what is what is wrong with you? Hit the button. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. Dude, we're right. trying to get Do to you that. need an abacus? <laughs> I was using the calculator app on my iPad. And it was slow. <laughs> you shut the hell up. <laughs> All right, we're going to break. Whoa. And when we come back, we'll have more of either Auburn baseball or softball. And we're heading over to the NBA. You're watching Endless Injection Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. 819. We want to continue Auburn baseball or? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, Auburn baseball. Well, do you want to give us a voting update? Because you were just doing the math before the break. No, I'm fine. He, he sounds very, very He's sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Now, Tim, what you got, Tim? Jared? Please, before we get into Auburn ba- baseball, please, sir. Auburn baseball played UIC this past weekend. <laughs> I think that confirmed that Jared's sad. Yeah, that's uh, Auburn played UIC this past weekend. and Jared's although- getting sadder the more he talks. I wait till you in the beginning. Cheer up, Jerry. Cheer up. Cheer up, guys. Uh, although Auburn played a relatively close game in game one, after that... 
Yeah. This is a UIC team that returns a lot uh, off their team last year that won the Horizon League and went to the Louisville Regional. So Auburn taking care of business and winning all four, I mean, and especially the last three being in impressive fashion, I mean, that's about as good of a weekend as Auburn could ask for. Especially on a weekend where you've got Vanderbilt losing to Cal Poly. Yeah. It's an Auburn team that, that, well, we're going to go ahead and talk about it. They have Oakland tomorrow, and uh, I've been doing some research on Oakland. Guys, it's not good. And by not good, I mean Auburn's going to put up some runs on Tuesday. Hey, how about uh, where is Oakland? Illinois. Proud of you. I mean, I, I'm working the game tomorrow, so I kind of had to know that. Hey, there. if you would have asked me that, if you, you asked me that, I would have. You, I, you I also guess. ruined the question for the rest of the group because you Uh-oh. answered in half a second. I I'm think sorry. your question ruined the question. To be to be fair, well, <laughs> where's Louisville? Um. Anyway, I won't say. Uh, do you have a where, where's Louisville in Louisville, Kentucky? <laughs> so where where did you think Oakland was? I, yeah, Oakland, I mean, California. I was there in Illinois. I was definitely going to say Oakland, California. The, yeah, the, I mean, the fact that you asked it made the, I know, but your example, the, qu- the question coming back was... That's why it was a bad example. Like, you, wouldn't ask, you wouldn't ask, where is Louisville? The fact that, like, that wouldn't be a fun trivia question for you to ask. That's why... I mean, I mean, it wasn't a real <laughs> trivia question. It's more of a... Out, out of the 49 weird states fact. that Noah's not in. It's a, it's a gotcha. So do you, have a, do you have a where is Oakland bug for ESPN tomorrow? No. Are you at liberty to disclose? I mean, they'll probably be a. This is what who they are, on the slab. That'll be it. Oakland, Illinois. Yeah, they're they're uh, they lost. I think double digit upperclassmen. They don't return much. Their head coach is his first year. There's only two guys on their coaching staff that I could find. They had a they have a head coach and an assistant coach, and that's it. And uh. Their pitching was pretty bad last year, and I don't think it's getting better. I think their their team ERA was like eight point something. I mean, Auburn may actually tee off on this team. All right, so I need Clark to explain to me what they mean. Er, what, what, ERA what is, is earned run um, average. Okay. So basically over nine innings, the amount of earned runs that you allow. Okay. So the lower, the better. Yes. Yes. And they was at eight? They were at so like, they were averaging eight? Yes. So people were really putting up numbers. On them, yes. Because like, they averaging eight. I looked up their can't co- go I look up their I looked up their conference ranks Ooh. and they were like fifth and sixth in their own conference and I was like, Oh, that's not too bad. There's only six teams in their conference. So, so they somebody's were, worse than them? In some categories. That's but tough. mostly they're at the bottom of the barrel. Hey, so Carter, what makes a good program in baseball? What's some things that you definitely have to have when it comes to like player wise? Pitching, like and because I really, I really every like every coach. Every coach out there would say p- pitching and defense, which is which is what this Auburn team has this year. They, well, they have the pitching. The defense needs to show itself. They they do have some bats as well. Yeah, uh, I think I was very impressed with. Hope I said this right. Farquhar, Garrett Farquhar. Farquhar. Okay. Yes. Yes. You say that again? Farquhar? That's how you say that. Farquhar. Okay. Google I'm just making that. sure. I, 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 I want to do it off the air. Lord, that, I'm going to sound so Just ridiculous. Lord Far- <laughs> Question. 
You may know the answer to this, okay. and I don't want you to answer it. I'll hold my tongue. Who did Oakland play in their first series of the season? And who did they? One game was canceled, and they are 2-0 and with two wins, obviously. Um, I know this, so I'm not going to answer. <laughs> I'm asking right. this for a reason, because right. there is a connection to somebody on the show, because it's somebody that, that, that somebody on the show has talked about a lot. Devin, you're up. <laughs> I can't answer it. Jack can't answer it. It's all on you. Um, UNC. No, it's 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 geared it's geared towards you. Oh, who I talk about? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's Akron. <laughs> they swept a doubleheader in fourteen innings and six innings on on yeah, now that Sunday. I, now that I know that Oakland is in Illinois, it makes a lot more sense why they were playing Akron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to open up the season. Hey, uh-huh, that's hey, true. Y'all gonna put respect on Akron name right here. This is next year. It's the year. Hey, well, Oakland's gonna hang out in Alabama for a few days. Cause yeah, they play they us, have... play us on Tuesday, and then they play the weekend against Alabama State and Eastern Illinois in Montgomery. Do they do they eventually play Troy as well? Is that also I, on the schedule? I, I have no idea. Already X'd out of it. No, it's it's well. gone, Jerry. It's gone forever. Well, it's unknowable. Yeah, I had a great time at uh, Plainsman Park this weekend. It was so good to be back um, in in the the lovely taupe green of Plainsman oh, Park. Believe me, you're gonna get used <laughs> to it because Auburn's what first eighteen games. They will not have a road game until after spring break. Yes, Auburn's playing a lot of games to start up the season, which I mean, it's fine. It's same as last year, except it's, we're used to it. We uh, had a little road series in UCF, but the Knights are coming to town next week. That's the marquee matchup. I think Next first week. 23 games are out. 23? Yep. Love to see it. This sounds about right. Um, Oakland's first 18 games on the road. Well, yes, because they play in Illinois where it's freezing cold and there's probably snow hey, on their field. Fun fact, how many... Oh, okay. I have a trivia question for you. God. This is based off of UIC. Man, I'm zero for three in you. <laughs> UIC, Illinois, Chicago. Since January, up until their game against Auburn, how many practices do you think they had outside? I think I heard this over my right shoulder in Flintwood Park on Saturday, so I'm going to say two? Carter. Twelve. Then it was two. Mm-hmm. They only had two practices outside since January. Thank you, anonymous fan. Because of how cold it's been. And so for Oakland, they I don't have no have a, idea. They don't have a bubble? Um, I'm sure that they'll can get, I don't know. Did that do it for Auburn baseball? Judd Ward hit for the cycle? He did. Yes, it was UIC. I mean, all our starters looked great. Um, glad to see Jack back in swing. Uh, friend of the show, Richard Fitz, also had a great performance. And then Bailey did his thing oh, on Sunday. Cody Greenhill. He's right there. Tony, right Co- there Cody Greenhill was great as well. Cody did his thing as well. Um, Struck out his first four batters he saw. Yeah, Bull, Bull did great on, on um, Friday. And, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously we won't really – I mean – We'll get a better ch- uh, taste of things when UCF comes to town next week, a little better um, competition. I remember Auburn struggled a little bit in the UCF series uh, in Orlando last year, so maybe a little revenge for that. But Keep in mind, Auburn already was at this point last year when they played UCF, they were already hurt. Davis Daniel had already gone oh, yeah. down. <laughs> Tanner Burns was already battling through injury. Auburn's in a much better place 
with a better team this year when yeah. and when UCF has to come to Auburn. I forgot I, how often Auburn was hurt last well, year. Well, yeah, <laughs> last year we it wasn't until May that we had a complete weekend of Tanner Burns and Jack Owen both healthy. So to see that on opening weekend, it was a it was a relief to be sure, and getting the job done, being four and zero, and technically first place in the SEC now because every other team's only played three games. So yeah, suck it. Uh, so I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm so doing. mean, <laughs> so unnecessary. Well, they should have came to Auburn and expect to win. Uh, that's gonna do it for the baseball segment. When we come back, we'll have the NBA. Finally, the All Star Game and some NBA news. You're watching and listening to Extra Point here on WGO 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard, Devin, yeah, the show starting again. What? What are you doing? He's Go putting sit the, the hell down. I didn't know you were starting. So you didn't hear the, the, the return music? No, I didn't even hear that. I my bad. He was getting up shots. No, I, I really didn't hear nothing, like, for real. I think I need He was to getting get up shit. shots. It's okay. No, I need to get that shit because I really didn't hear nothing. Like, I was really just, <laughs> I was in my it own world. <laughs> I was in my own world. <laughs> my bad. Welcome back to that Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard joining me in the studios, Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart as we turn our attention to the NBA All-Star Game and NBA news from last night. So, just quite simply, how was it? How was the game? Anybody watch? I watched. No. I watched. Jack, did you watch? I watched uh, what I could glam- gleam from it from Twitter and TikTok. Okay, first of all, Carter did not, did not watch it because of TikTok people. <laughs> that's not why. That's, I don't. Yes, Explain yes, to yes, me yes, why. Yes, did because you know? okay, before <laughs> apparently last night. When was the last oh, time the NBA All Star Game was Jesus. half decent? Um, was it the? Sir. It was the last game when they I had, had to the turn white the sir, camera sir, to you because you were sir, in the corner. Sir, I'm trying to have a conversation. It was the last. The last relevant one was when LeBron and Kevin Durant had their white jersey on and they had their emblem. That was, LeBron was still in Cleveland, so I say about two years ago. Was that when they trapped Curry in the corner? Play hard defense for one time, for the whole entire game. Play one defensive position. Wait, so you're saying the the game that they played one defensive possession was the best All-Star game? I mean, then you had my boys just shooting from everywhere. Then you had Giannis Curry bounce that thing to the ceiling, and my boy got that thing. So, Are you not following what he's saying? No. I don't, <laughs> he said something about bouncing it to the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, no, I'm had, not following. <laughs> Giannis had caught the alley from um, Curry that year, too. So Okay. Let's just – we're just going to take a look at – Flat out. Last year, 374 points were scored. But the points don't matter, though. They're, they're there to entertain, Carter. Like, if you watch that fourth quarter, 
It was great. It was really like a real game. No, l- last year I remember I watched part of it and it was just Dame just ripping from forty every time. And he would if he didn't got if he didn't get hurt. It was gonna happen this year. Don't if he worry. Didn't get hurt, but it's okay though. Dame Dollar did perform though, so it's. What was right. the last time that a team didn't score over a hundred points in the All Star game? So, I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think that's, that's hard. I mean, maybe back when the Bolts were still a thing. Nineteen seventy three, the East beat the West one hundred and four to eighty four. The East beat the West? I don't believe that. That's West versus the East, isn't it? Because the East is trash. See? I think the East has a winning record. Don't you say that. The East is 37 and 29 against the West. The West. That, I, don't, I don't know if I can Holes in the theory. Well, the East is trash now. Well, technically, they had Jordan. Then they had LeBron. And Ewing. Okay. And they well, had like the the dominant era of the East was from fifty one They had Bill Russell to ninety eight. Oh, so they had a stretch from eighty to eighty four that they won five consecutive all star games. And who, a stretch from sixty three to sixty six where they won four consecutive all star games. Who's in the East? Who's like, in the East then? The though? Pistons, Knicks, and Bulls pretty yeah. much captures those whole 30 years. Yeah. Well, you know, they did have them. Well, I mean, I, some astute. I was going to say Celtics. Analysis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My brain died for a second. I was going to throw in Celtics, too. Your brain dies a lot on this show. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you. Jared, are you fine? Are you okay? Honestly, no. I worry about you sometimes. You should. That's that's back to the All Star game. Uh, so I mean, the why first... has the Smoothie King Center hosted three All Star games? Because Nola is in New Orleans. But still, yeah, New Orleans is a hot destination. And you're the not Staples lying. Center has only hosted three. Now, if South Beach hosted American Airlines. Oh, American. Uh, yes. There's been an All Star game in Miami. I believe so. Yes, because that's why I want to go. In 1990, what? See, they tripping. In 1990, before the Heat were a team. In 1990, the All Star game was in the Miami Arena in Miami, Florida. That's amazing. They well, have not been to Miami <laughs> since. They need to go back, man. South Beach. They need to go back now that they have a real team. Exactly. <laughs> they went to Paradise, Nevada once. Which Ooh. is Las Vegas. Yes. Vegas. Okay. Ooh, they can go back. They can no. play, play in the... the What's the most... Ex- they can play in the Oakland eight, Death Star. Eight. Next year, Minnesota. Indianapolis. Minnesota. <laughs> Why they do that? They need to go to... Why do you want to go to Minnesota so bad? No, I ain't saying Minnesota. I need to go to Miami. South they went Beach. to They went to Minneapolis in 94. Wait, hold on. They're going to Indianapolis next year? Yeah. Ew. Nobody going to that. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's Indiana, so it is a basketball state. All right, I'm, lo- I'm looking for the, for the weirdest place: that Pontiac, Michigan, Richfield, Ohio, Landover, Maryland. Uh, Who picked these destinations? You got to put them things in Miami. Syracuse, that's Ill. pretty weird. Fort Wayne, Indiana. I was about to say, what year was that? Nineteen fifty-three. Okay. Oh, well. That's understandable. They put Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. I'm waiting for them to like for have a random game like not in the United States. That's what I'm waiting for. No, they couldn't do that. 
Uh, you mean like when they played in Toronto? Ooh, jokes on you. You know, you know, you know, you know what I meant. (laughs) You know what I meant. You walked right into that one. (laughs) They played in they played in the Cowboys Stadium in 2010. We annexed Toronto. It's part of the United States. I don't think that's 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 how how, that's exactly how that works. works. That's exactly how that works. Jared. In 2000, the uh, Warriors Arena had such an awesome name. The Arena in Oakland. It's like how the Battlehawks uh, Arena is just called the Dome. <laughs> Clear to engage. <laughs> uh, hey, where y'all play it? Oh, the um, Arena in Oakland. <laughs> That's the official title. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, where y'all go? Y'all play it. <laughs> It's word for word what it says. That sounds like just regular conversation talk. Like, I'm going to the uh, arena in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you going to the arena in Oakland? Which one? Uh, but all-star game. Instead of talking about the destinations they went to, how was it yesterday? Was it fun? Do we like the new rules? I mean, I mean, it was straight. I mean, it was straight. It's, just, it's the all-star game. You really can't put too much into it. But the fourth quarter was something that we rarely see in an All-Star game, right? I mean, it was competitive, more competitive than usual. Yeah, isn't, isn't that what we wanted? I think they should. Carter, put your hands down. What are you doing? <laughs> I just think they should change the rule to where the game can't end on a free throw. That Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah that would be fair. No, man, I'm going to tell you what really pisses me off. When they... Aaron Gordon, hands down. Shouldn't even play no more. At all. Wait, um, Aaron Gordon in the <laughs> oh, tick me off. Sorry, uh, Aaron Gordon in the dunk contest. Yes, he got like stole like again. Like, yeah, it's because D Wade sabotaged everything. D Wade sabotaged it for his former teammate. <laughs> well, because because there was the the apparent they supposed to win the apparent, to a tie. The apparent gentleman's agreement between the judges that it was going to be a tie, and then somebody accidentally put up an extra nine, and the guy from the Heat won. Conspiracy theory, D-Wade sabotaged the dunk contest. Aaron Gordon went Although, Derek Jones made that look, that stuff look easy. It looked way too easy. Like, that was impressive. <laughs> Wham. But when Aaron Gordon went on the side of the rim and did the... 360 and turned like all the way around. That was clean. With one hand, he caught it with one hand off the side of the backboard. What and about still finished it? One what about jumping over Taco? You know what he should have did. You know, like last year, they went last year, but the year before when he went underneath his legs. If he would have did it over Taco, nah, then that would have been untouchable. Like, Brother, that he, he, that's oh, another what? foot. <laughs> what are you a Hulk Hogan? <laughs> no, he. If he, I'm just trying to think of that, like. Yeah, if he if he jumped another fifteen inches <laughs> on his vertical, <laughs> then yeah, yeah, he probably would have won. Then yeah, <laughs> no, he should have just did that. And he, just went on. he jumped over a seven five man. You what? You want him to jump over a, a nine foot person? You want his? You want his? Should have jumped his over that Shane thighs dude. to be above the rim. <laughs> he should have jumped over that dude from he BYU. Just, he just lands. He's sitting on the rim at the end of his dunk. What was the guy from BYU's nickname again? 
Sean Bradley. Storm. The Storm and Mormon. Yeah, he could have jumped up to Storm and Mormon. He was seven five though. That, that's too tall. How old, how tall Taco is? Like seven three. Seven five. Oh yeah. Sean Bradley was seven six. Hey man, he definitely should have won. You jumped over seven five though. Yeah, and you're asking for the ball in between <laughs> Taco's head and his butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's too old. That be, that, that's that's crazy. No, yo, I, I had to think. I didn't know who that tall. I thought he was like seven one or something. Taco seven one. Now do we understand why I reacted that way? Because that's, like that's, that's not foot. human. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yes, it's not human to go an extra foot and a half above a seven five dude's head. Now, hey, how he could have won it? Eating a Taco Bell taco while jumping over Taco and dunking. Oh no. <laughs> Just go, just go, just go complete sellout mode. Blake Griffin jumping over a Kia where he gets that Kia contract (laughs) after. (laughs) And Blake Griffin hasn't been the same since. So it probably wouldn't be a good idea. There. And technically he jumped over the roof of it. I probably could have did it. Like. Just saying. He, we're going to roll out a We're bringing a Kia. <laughs> we're bringing a Kia to the All-Star game. Does anybody have a Kia that we can use? <laughs> Any Kia. <laughs> I hope somebody brings the biggest Kia possible. <laughs> All right. Man, you just, you just sat here and you couldn't walk a week ago, and you just sat here and said, yeah, I can jump over at Kia and dunk. <laughs> After your doctor said, as long as you don't do anything, you should be fine. As long as you don't do too much. <laughs> and now you're jumping over at Kia <laughs> and trying to dunk. And then when you go back and she asks what happened, it's like, I tried to dunk over at Kia Sorrento and I got either, hurt. Either there is no reason why this man shouldn't be on the Auburn basketball team or this man over-exaggerate and lies about his athletic ability. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> you know what? This is what I'm gonna do today. Tomorrow, I'm gonna go to like the outside, um, the outside court thing. I'm gonna try to test that up. Let me see if I can do it. I think I think I can really do it. That's this that's the point. Like I really think I can do it. When I get a when I get a text message or an email saying he broke his other leg, we're <laughs> trying to dunk over a Kia. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna, Hopefully I'm I'm not in public when that happens because I may actually cry laughing. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and head to our final commercial break. And when we come back, we will wrap up the show as you're watching Let's Have Your Point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Back inside the extra point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Everybody, GR Dillon, and joining me in the studio is Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Devin, your mom says you can dunk over that Kia. I know I can. We're going to sign some waivers because I don't like where this is going. But uh, not much time left in the extra point. We got about 
seven minutes and I'll let you guys take it wherever you want to go. What do you guys want to talk about? Do you want to talk about XFL, NBA, our own All-Star game? Where do you want to go? I just want to say we've already talked about our own All-Star game too much on this show. Hey, you got to promote it. It's all about promotion. I'm very upset about the Daytona 500. (laughs) I know you can hear it in my voice. But I was very excited to watch the race yesterday. We're NASCAR fans now, by the way. 20 laps in, it got rained let out. Us be, you won't let us be uh, fans of the NHL, but you want us to be fans of NASCAR now? Yeah, because it's funny. <laughs> uh, Jeff Gordon wore a Chiefs jersey. The production quality was off the charts. And 20 laps in, they had to shut it down for rain, which is, I guess, why you don't hold a race in Florida. Anyway, the games, uh, the race is going to pick up this uh, this afternoon at 3 p.m. Hopefully, uh, Jimmy Johnson can do something. Uh, seven-time champ is going to try to uh, make Jack's another impression. The, the uh, stick dude with a stick poking, <laughs> do something. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson's going to try to bring it home again. I, I'm a big fan of Martin Truex Jr. Um, hopefully he can get out of this one with a win. I don't win. have a favorite driver anymore after Tony Stewart. Who oh, retired. Who should I go for? I was going to go somewhere else. But I, I know where you were going to go. After Tony Stewart retired. Who should I go okay. for? Leave it at that. Uh, who should go with? Uh, give me the most with? irrelevant. Anyone driver. but Kyle Busch. Denny Hamlin. <laughs> okay. Does he still drive the number eleven FedEx? I think so. I'm going for Denny. Who number two? Also, also, who I just want number two. I want to bring up the fact that we brought up Devin dunking over Akia last segment, and now all of a sudden he has been massaging his foot this entire <laughs> segment, <laughs> and he looks like no. he's in pain now. All <laughs> out of nowhere. No, I Out of nowhere, he looks. I hit my foot on his the bottom part. Mm. Uh huh. On the bottom. Convenient. And then when you hey. hit it on the top of the car, don't say nothing. <laughs> hey, who number two in like NASCAR? Who drives the number two car? The number two car. Which Bush is that? Kyle or Kurt. That used to be Kurt. Is he retired? I think. I think they're both still in it. Okay, so that should be Kurt Bush, right? Number two. I'm going to my resident NASCAR fan here. Uh, why am I a resident well, NASCAR fan? Jack just got into it. It's not me, and it's definitely not Devin. So, yes. Uh, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch currently. Yes, Carter. I stereotyped. The number one car. You definitely do. <laughs> I need to know who number two, because that's what I'm going for. Who drives the number two car? Kyle Busch drives the... Kyle Busch should still be 18, right? 18 car. All right, hang on. Is Truex Jr. the number two car? Truex Jr. is 19. Bass Pro Shop. NASCAR. Yeah, I need to know who that is. That's one going. Brad Keselowski. Okay. That's a dub. Okay. Okay. Brad, let's go. Let's go, Brad. Who who drives this? That is his car. Did... Correct me if I'm Devin wrong. Devin does not look too excited. <laughs> who, who, I, think, I think Devin heard the last name Keselowski and instantly his confidence went away. <laughs> <laughs> who draws the number 14 Office Depot car now? Is it Logano? Did he switch? Let's go, Brad. I'm with Brad. Can you pronounce that last name one more time? Keselowski. Keselowski. Clint Boyer. Uh, Clint Boyer's pretty good, too. Clint uh, Boyer's an old guy. Yeah, he is old. Well, who... Who was that? Was it 
Mike Wallace? I love that this, this segment is going, who drives this number? <laughs> I mean, if you want to, to, to reach deep in the sports bag, um, yesterday was Hockey Day in America on NBC, a uh, national holiday, you might say, um, wherein there was a triple header of games in which the Penguins defeated the last place Red Wings, unsurprisingly, 5-1. to one. Bruins took care of business, are continuing to cruise, uh, probably as the one overall seed into the playoffs. When they lose in the first round? Uh, no, they'll beat the Maple Leafs in seven in the, in the first round, <laughs> and then probably lose in the conference final. And then, uh, lastly, the Nashville Predators, my team, defeated the defending champion St. Louis Blues. Our from, champion, or our team. Sorry. Defending champion St. Louis Blues, uh, completing a season sweep of the defending champs. So for all the trials and tribulations Nashville's been going through in their uh, current struggle, I'll say, as they continue to claw their way back to the wild card position, they have swept the defending champions. So is that to take away from it? And in XFL, XFL news, Battlehawks lose to the Roughnecks, so I'm sad. But Cameron Artis Payne, Auburn grad alum. Let's just go alum to be alum. He, he was here. Uh, was on the front page of the XFL news because he led the Dallas Renegades to a big comeback victory over my Los Angeles Wildcats. So, And with that, that does it for the show today. Aaron Murray continues to be terrible. He didn't even get to play, and his team still stinks. So good day for Auburn in the XFL. <laughs> that does it for the show today. Any other parting words? Any other physical feats you want to attest to, Devin? I ain't got it. Nope. Shut him down. All right, we're shutting it down. Thank you to oh. Carter Bird, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart for joining me on the show. We'll be right back tomorrow at 7 a.m. So thank you for watching and listening to Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 FM. That does it for the Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 FM and Eagle Eye TV. Want to watch more? Catch replays of the Extra Point on Eagle Eye TV by going to eagleeyeauburn.com. You can also go to WEGL 91.1 SM YouTube page for full replay. Want to listen more? We have you covered. Tune in to Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and search WEGL 91.1 FM for more of the Extra Point and other sports content. Stay up to date with the latest news and sports by visiting WEGLFM.com. The Extra Point, bringing you the X's and O's from around the plains of Auburn and around the world of sports. Auburn's best sports talk radio show, Auburn's only sports talk TV show. Watch and listen live Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to noon. WEGL Sports, where every game lives. I've been quiet for too long.